0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to Neil Thompson Speaks. I'm your host, Neil Thompson. Today we'll be speaking with Bob Dietrich. He's a man of many talents, producer, director, and entrepreneur. Bob helps aspiring speakers launch their professional speaking businesses. Let's talk to him about his journey from being a company man to being a self-employed man. Hi, Bob. Welcome to Neil Thompson Speaks.
0: Hey, Neil. How's it going? I'm glad to be here. Uh, it's going very well. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Excited for today's
1: talk. I'm excited as well. Thank you for being available.
0: No problem, Neil. Uh, hey, listen, my uh, my journey from being employed to unemployed is um, is fascinating to me because I, you know, I lived it, and everybody's is different, and um, and I'm super excited to share. What I have today, if in any way it can help people understand that there is a path to getting out of that corporate trap and becoming independent.
1: Yeah, that's, excellent, excellent. We'll get into all of that. My first question, though, goes back to when you were a kid. When you were a child, where did you want to be when you grow up?
0: Now <laughs> You know, I'm like most kids. I wanted to be a professional baseball player or an actor those Those were my big things and and you know you take those aptitude tests and um <laughs> and i think I think it said something like a like a plumber or a software engineer or something like that, and you know what kid wants to be a plumber or a software engineer <laughs> Well, I don't know
1: these days, maybe your software engineer kids do want to aspire to,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it wasn't software engineer. It was an engineer, but um, uh, yeah, it was a regular engineer at that time. I don't, I don't know. If they had much in the way of software back then, but but yeah. Well, it, was, uh, it wasn't the, what I wanted.
1: The actor and plumber or engineer, I guess, didn't really pan out. So, your first adult job, what was it?
0: Oh, well, you know what I am. Um, Um, I did, I dabbled when I was in high school, Uh, you know, uh, I I did a lot of uh, like umpiring for Bobby Sox because I played a lot of baseball when I was a kid. And, and then when I, when I got out of doing, you know, odd jobs like that, um, I, my first real job where I really got a paycheck, I was working at the airport uh, screening luggage. It was back in the day when, when, um, you know, you really didn't have the the TSA type controls you have today. It was pretty lax and, and it was actually a lot of fun, but it was a lot of boring time too. And I spent a couple of months there and, um, and after that, you know, I really, I really wanted to work at the bank. I wanted to work. Um, I figured, you know what, that's where the money is. So I wanted to work at the bank <laughs> and uh, I got, I got a chance to do that. I w- worked for Imperial Savings and loan the holding company called ICA Imperial Corporation of America. Now was an accounting clerk making three dollars and seventeen cents per hour, uh, but it was a uh, it was a part time job while I went to community college, and um, and it was my first real job because it was a you know big time savings loan here in uh, in San Diego. Oh, wow. Okay. 375 an hour. My gosh.
1: <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. Okay, so eventually you got to the point where you, know, you didn't want, as you mentioned earlier, you didn't want to be an employee anymore. What motivated you to become self-employed? Was there a particular moment?
0: Well, you know, my mom grew up, uh, I was that was the the son of a single mom. she had three kids and um and it was a struggle. We struggled you know my entire childhood and you know with all the struggles that we went through, um, you know we were still a happy family we were a very close family, closer than a lot of families that weren't struggling and but but one thing for me became really strong, which was my desire to not have to struggle and when I realized I realized early on that that people who own their own businesses I mean there's a struggle there they just seem to have more control of their life and their direction and and, you know what they created they seem to have more time and they had more money and um, so as I got into my uh, mid-20s early 30s started to read a lot of uh, Robert Kiyosaki's rich dad poor dad's type books and do a lot of personal growth work and there was one program in particular called PSI Seminars and that's where I really realized that my mindset was keeping me where I was because at that point I had a series of you know jobs as an employee and that in order for me to change who I wanted to be I had to change how I thought and once I created the way I thought, you know, the the difference between myself and say, Bill Gates, who was making, you know, millions of dollars is the way I thought if I could change my way of thinking to what the way, for example, Bill Gates thought, I could create more income that would be more like that. And so I started to work on myself and I worked on myself and I was an employee for many, uh, several years after that. And I was an accountant for about 14 years, and toward the end of my accounting um, career, I was sitting in an office uh, as a accounting manager next to the sales manager. I'm cutting his paycheck. His paychecks are like, you know, 10, 15 grand. Mine are like 2,500. And I'm thinking, I'm working longer, longer hours. I don't get to take customers to lunch. I don't get to go golfing. I don't get to go out to dinners. I don't get any of the fun stuff they get and I'm making a quarter of what they do and I'm working harder. What's wrong with this picture? So I decided, you know what? I need to get into sales. And um you, it, in my last call co- Go ahead.
1: No, I was just agree. I was just agreeing. Yeah,
0: yeah. In my in my last um college class, um it was a capstone class, and my professor said, Listen, if you wanna you know, if you want to make a lot of income you want to get into sales because sales is the only recession proof um, job out there. If you're going to have a job, sales is where it's at. You need to learn how to do sales. And I knew I had an accounting background. I I figured sales would be a great complement to that before I became a business owner and decided what I wanted to do. Um, So I started to pursue that, that process. And, um, and I became, you know, I got some sales experience behind me. And then ultimately, I became commission-only and then ultimately an independent sales rep, uh, meaning that I'm a contractor, not an employee. No benefits. Everything I got was my own, and I paid taxes on my own, so I got to write everything off. And then eventually, I incorporated and became an independent corporation. And that was kind of the path from, from accounting employee to sales employee to sales independent contractor to independent business owner. Yeah, that, that definitely
1: sounds like a journey. You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned you you were in an accounting and you go into sales. I, mean, I wouldn't think that that would be a natural fit at all. I, when I think of accountants, I think of a guy that's really good with numbers. You know, you keep you put them in a room and you know they're able to pump out a bunch of spreadsheets. But then as a salesperson, you know you got to be very personable. You got to go out and schmooze and stuff. I just, I never mm-hmm. I never picture both of them. You know, going from one to the other. But you have to have a, you know. It, well, uh, you definitely got to have the personality or the, the temperament to, to move into sales. The job well, has that, been oh, – go ahead.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that's a great point, Neil, because like I said, I, I took some personal growth classes and, and I changed the way I thought. I changed who I was. I realized that being introverted was not fun for me. It d- didn't serve who I wanted to be as a person you know I didn't want to be an introvert person I just was and that was a comfort zone for me and I realized that there was so much more fun for me being extroverted not not that one is right or wrong it's just you know my path and and I decided that I was going to change myself and I actually changed the way I was from being introverted accountant to extroverted sales rep and learning how to smooth and how to be more outgoing, and I really did change my personality style in in my five years plus of of personal development.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that, that's definitely something that people can aspire to. I personally am mm-hmm. very much introverted, and it's never really been a, a goal of mine to to change my personality per se. But you know, it mm-hmm. it always is beneficial to to be a bit more, you know, outgoing and just you know, what's the word I'm looking for. Or you know, just friendly with 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 strangers. It's, it's definitely something that I that I that I work on. The since, well, it seems like you went from accounting and you got into sales, and you were an employee in sales for a while. Then you were a contractor. Then you formed your own company. I mean, since then, have you have you started any other companies since leaving the corporate life?
0: Yeah, I've had um, probably about five corporations that I've started. Um, and i've stopped them all because, uh you know the corporations that i've gotten rid of are you know just because the business cycle ended, and I decided to head in different directions here and there at this point in time. I have um, three corporations one i'm shutting down it 's in the energy conservation business. actually, I'll probably leave it dormant just in case an opportunity comes up, um, but currently i 'm focusing on helping people who are aspiring to be speakers to start their speaking business. And uh, there's one thing I know is how to uh, start a business, how to structure a business, and build it up um, through my accounting experience. I've been into hundreds of companies, helping them assess, you know, how to stru- how they're structured for accounting purposes, and, and ultimately that that structure, um, you know, rings through on every level. And um, I've also been into thousands of companies with energy conservation, which is. Um, one of my organizations that I'll probably leave dormant. So being in all these different companies has given me a huge insight on how companies are structured, what's working, and what their needs are as an organization. So as speakers come to me and, and want help on, you know, how to structure their businesses, I, I'm really in tune with the needs of organizations and um, and how to structure a speaking business that's going to target the specific needs of, of corporate America.
1: That's an excellent segue into my next question, Bob. You would have thought that I, I'd queue you up to say what you just said.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so
1: I know you based on, our, based on being a member of your Paid to Speak program, and in, underneath that program there is the seven videos and seven days challenge the Your Million Dollar Message Program, and also Get Booked to Speak. These three uh, uh, programs under the Paid to Speak platform, where did the idea for that come from?
0: Um, well, I have noticed something for quite some time, which is that video is extremely effective in communi- communicating the message. As I became a sales and marketing expert um, and transform myself into, into sales and and start working on sales and consulting and working with corporate America and and changing my personality. I uh, really focused on what triggers people to take action and what motivates them. And, um, and how do you deliver the highest value to, to create trust, likability and familiarity. And One of the ways that you can do that, and and I'm a big fan of leverage as well. I mean, if there's any way you can leverage yourself, you're really going to be able to scale your business better. And one way to really leverage yourself from a sales and marketing standpoint and becoming um, likable and familiar and delivering high value and building trust is through video. Uh, You can do that now. Now in 2016, you can create video and put it on the Internet and start to deliver it to your audience. And build that likability, that familiarity, and that trust uh, without ever getting in front of and meeting your customers now because you're delivering high value over the Internet. And people are starting to like you and recognize you and trust you and buy from you. And, and so it's, it's fascinating to me that this is the first time in history that it's been so easily accessible. I mean you just pick your phone up out of your pocket and you can create a, a professional looking video, post it on the internet, and if you have the right system in place, you can create that kind of of rapport with people that you've never met all over the world. And so so really it's just about structuring your system and then getting that video and message on on tape, and then uh, I mean, on <laughs> on tape. I'm still saying tape. On on your um, on your smartphone, and uploading it to your to your system in place, and then starting building that familiarity and building your audience and growing your your audience or your. I like to call it your community because it's really it's an audience, but you're building a connection with them, and they're all connecting together. So it's really more like a community. Some people call it a tribe or whatever, but they're all the same thing. Community really talks uh, says it best because it's a it's a group of people that are connected and supporting each other and that's really uh, that's really where the value is today um in marketing and uh and building a speaking platform is creating that community using video to create likability trust and familiarity um, and uh and start to build your business based on that foundational concept
1: okay excellent well it's one thing to come up with the idea for seven videos in seven days, your million dollar message and get booked to speak. And then once you come up with the idea, then you have to come up with, well, what's the content is going to be? Are they going to, what are the exercises that people that go through the program, what are they going to be? How did you come up with the content for those three programs?
0: Well, I've been working with Toastmasters for 17 years and, um, and I've got a lot of experience during that time period, and I've met a lot of people. One of the people I've met is my good friend, Harry Caruso. He's an Emmy Award-winning producer-director. And I asked Harry, and we talked about it uh, several times, about the possibility of creating a uh, a brief program that people can get up to speed and start using their their phones. Because I had noticed when I was creating my own videos that, hey, these look really good. I wonder if I can make some tweaks to them And here. He said, yeah, do this and this, and I did, and they looked even better. I said, we should create a program on this. People could, would love this. I mean, I'm working with Toastmasters. There's 3,000 here in San Diego, 330 across the globe. So, I mean, these people could really use the, the knowledge that we have here on how to create professional quality video from your smartphone. And so we talked about it. He liked the idea. Um, we started, I started to structure it. I brought him in on the areas that he was uh, an expert that I couldn't do or, or didn't do as effectively. And um, he came in and, and showed us some things from audio and how vital audio is to lighting and how you do indoor lighting versus outdoor lighting. We talked about scripting and editing. And um, it's, it's just a great program. It's 7videosin7days.com. Um, and you can sign up and get that free series right there. If you're a Toastmaster speaker, whoever, and start to learn how to create professional quality video from your smartphone. We even went in and put a um, created a shopping list of the things that you can create uh, or that you need to buy. And it's you know under 100 bucks you can get set up. And if you want your lighting system inside, uh, you can for another 200 bucks you can have your own lighting um, shop inside your own house and start to create uh, green screen videos. So that's kind of the way it rolled out, and and I was excited because I didn't know I didn't I didn't even realize my good buddy Harry was Emmy award winning producer director. So when I found that out, I was like, yeah, let's do this.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Um, as you know, I've been through the Seven Videos in Seven Days challenge, and also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your Million Dollar Message, and I commend you and and the people that you worked with for putting those two programs together. They've been instrumental and helping me you know, get my professional speaking business off the ground. I'm currently going through the Get Booked to Speak program, and yeah, so mm-hmm. far so good with with that program as well. As I mentioned earlier, the, the Pay to Speak group, there's actually a group of us that meet once a month, maybe about 20 of us. Mm-hmm. How did that group come together?
0: Well, that group came together... Um, and people emailing me saying hey i wanted to start my speaking career and i said um, uh, i said well i'm you know i was working with the speakers bureau through toastmasters and i said i'm not really I'm not doing that anymore i've got a different job and i have to focus on this however i do have this other program that i'm building if you guys want to do it, um, you can do it for free. You know, these are my friends. These are local people. It's like you guys can just have this stuff if you want to work with it. In fact, I'll even lead some, you know, once a month class and we'll, you know, we'll kind of lead you through it, you know, and then maybe you can give me feedback as a result and I can, you know, work out some of the kinks and get this thing, you know, really dialed in. And, um, so people wanted that. They agreed to it. And and pretty soon we had a group, that wanted to um go through this stuff. So yeah, I gave I gave it to my friends at no cost uh in exchange for their feedback and uh and it's been um it's been a great experience. You know, I love working with with um with people like this. Any way I can help I'm you know it's just one of the things that are exciting to me and fun. Uh so you know it's been a, quite an experience.
1: Yeah, definitely. So anyone who is listening, who is contemplating going off on their own, leaving corporate life behind and becoming self-employed, what advice would you have for them?
0: Well, there's a couple things that are super important that I that were vital for my success. One of them is to always be in a learning process. I mean, I, mean, I don't know how other people feel, but I hated school. I couldn't stand being in school. It's like I had to be there and, um, and I ditched as much as I could when I was in high school. And it wasn't until I got to college where I said, you know what, I kind of, I want to be here. I want to learn this stuff. And I really got more focused in college because I really wanted to be there. And I got married at the time and wound up having, um, my first, uh, child and, and I, I guess maybe my life got more serious, but I, I started that learning mode and I was in, you know, I got my degree in night school because I was married at the time, working full time, and having a kid. And when I got out of college, I, I realized that there was so much more information that was so much more valuable and relevant to entrepreneurs that was not part of college, stuff you couldn't get in college. And these, these, it was book after book and course after course. And I'll tell you, I spent probably 60, 70 grand. On programs, weekend seminars, courses, things like that, that helped me develop. And it was way, way, way more valuable and relevant to my life now than anything I did in college. Uh, so I would say always be in some kind of learning process. And you don't have to spend seventy thousand dollars. You can just spend, you know, twenty bucks on a on a book and just always be in that that um, learning process. Um, I, I have the Audible app, and I'm always. Uh, i 've got three books queued up right now, one of them i 'm listening to, which is amazing it 's called Switch by the Heath brothers and it is a, it's a phenomenal book and you you can find these books and they 're just nuggets of super valuable information. So always being in a learning process uh, is um, is probably the the biggest the biggest number one um, piece of advice I can give. And the other thing is you know as an entrepreneur it's a scary venture. You know, you're always up against your own limiting beliefs and your own programs or your own thought processes. And, and fear, fear comes up all the time. Insecurities. Can I do this? Who am I to do this or whatever? And the, what I found that the answer is, and I learned this in PSI seminars is stopping doesn't work. You know, if you stop and get paralyzed and don't do anything, that doesn't work. You always need to keep moving even though you're afraid just keep moving and one of the things that I really learned was that following a system following someone else's system really works well in developing whatever it is that you're trying to develop or learning or building your business if you can follow somebody else's um, template or system in order to build your own system you can work through that fear because you can be afraid but as long as you keep following the system you're going to create results and that's why I built this program, Paid to Speak, is because it's a step-by-step system, and if you get stuck in your fear or you get paralyzed, just keep moving, keep taking the steps in the system, and you'll continue to make progress even though you're afraid, even though you feel stuck, you're still making progress because you're not stopping.
1: Excellent. So the tips for anyone listening is keep learning, always be a self-learner, you know, keep moving even though you're afraid and use other templates whenever possible. There's no need to reinvent yeah. the wheel in many cases. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent advice, right. Bob. So now you're basically a, a professional speaker guru. What
0: future plans do you have for your business? Well, you know, here's the deal, is that, like I said before, there is a huge opportunity that is never been available in the marketplace before, and that is creating a message, putting it online, and selling that step-by-step system that people can follow. Like I said just now, is that when you're stuck in fear, if you're following a step-by-step system, you're still going to create results, even though you may not believe you can, even though you think you can't, even though you may be super afraid, if you keep moving, you're going to create those results, and people have these step-by-step systems. Everybody has them. And these step-by-step systems, some of them are more valuable than others because some of them have created, um, you know, businesses and, and sales results and all sorts of things like that. And if you can find those nuggets of information and 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 uh, and find that methodology that you have, maybe maybe you were somebody who was overweight and you you lost a bunch of weight and you kind of just did it, but you had a system you just didn't know you had a system you followed something maybe you switched something in your diet and you just did it um, if you can find that system and put that that methodology into a step-by-step program that people can follow you have some gold there and my belief is that everybody have has gold in their life and their experiences and powerful messages that they can share and uh, you know th- they're different degrees of, of how valuable they are but everybody has that value and if you can find it within yourself and within your processes and the things that you do in life and are able to put that into an online program that people won't want to buy, then you have the ability to go out into the Internet and start to offer your message in an online program that people can follow and create results from. And that's really what I want to do here, and that's what I'm doing now, is I'm working with other people to create those systems for themselves, so, they can share it with the world.
1: That's that's excellent. This has all been really great information. Thank you so much for, for sharing what you know, mm-hmm.
0: Bob. Where can people find you? Well, you can go to my website, bobdietrich.net, um, and you can also uh, go to 7videosin7days.com. That's 7videosin7days.com and sign up. Put your e- e- first name and email address in, and you'll get access to the seven videos. And the seven videos in seven days also has an exercise. Every day you, you watch a 10-minute video and do a 5- to 15-minute exercise. And it's basically you on your smartphone taking a picture or taking a video, talking about your life. Easy stuff, super easy stuff. You can do it, but it's designed to build familiarity with shooting video, shooting, seeing yourself on video becoming familiar and getting used to it and uh, getting comfortable with it. So by the end of that seven days, a lot of the fear is gone. A lot of the awkwardness is gone. You're starting to get used to it. And now you can use that momentum and start to really hone in your messages. And especially if you're a Toastmaster, you're already used to creating the structure of your speech. You've probably got a couple speeches already written out, maybe several and you can take those speeches and now give them on camera, and start to whittle that down and start to create your own speaking platform. So it's really good stuff, and it's absolutely free uh, for anyone who wants to take it. Seven videos at sevendays.com.
1: Seven videos at sevendays.com and, seven and bobdietrich.net. Excellent. Again, Bob, thank you so much for for calling in. Um, you provide quite a bit of information for anyone worried about moving from corporate life to self-employment. Hopefully now they have the the courage to, to move forward with that. Thanks again and have a great day.
0: Thanks, Neil. Thank you.
1: All right. That marks the end of today's episode of Neil Thompson Speaks. Thank you for tuning in. Talk to you all next time.